Hey, Tilly, you want to hear a clean atheist joke? Go on, then. So a little kid and his dad were sitting on the roof fixing uh, some shingles. And his dad hits himself in the thumb, and he goes, Ah, heck! And the little kid goes, What's heck, daddy? And his dad says, Heck is where you go when you don't believe in gosh. (laughs) On this week's... On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we are going to talk news of the week. Tilly and Luke, they are review Hotel Cesar, and we are going to try to stump Luke. What? And we are going to talk about The Purge, election year. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another week, another digital citizen. It's almost like I'm in a loop when I say that. And uh, I have to say welcome to this really, really uh, special show because it's going to be one of the shortest, uh, shorter, shortier? Is that a word? No. No. No, okay. One of the, our shortest shows ever, I think. We think so. We'll see what happens, but yeah. Definitely yeah. going to be uh, shorter. Yeah. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Since you introduced since yourself. Talking. Yeah. yeah, since you introduced yourself. Hey, uh, you don't have a vagina, do you? <sighs> no, never had one before. Mm. Nope. Good. Uh, let's say hi, hi to the one that has. Hi, Tilly. <laughs> hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. The way you asked that, then, it sounded like, you know, do you, do you have a spare one? <laughs> hey, Luke, have you, do, you, do you have a vagina I could borrow? <laughs> I could need a vagina right, yeah. right uh, around now. But <laughs> which man couldn't? I'm sure gay men wouldn't really like it. Oh, That's true. a good point. True. <laughs> true. Uh, anything new in the world of uh, Luke? Ah, sick this week. Uh, wrestling show this weekend, and there's this Fourth uh, of July thing that was yesterday. Yeah, uh, you, in America. Do you know what I did for the Fourth of July? Uh, you celebrated with fireworks and ate um apple pie. Uh, no, I celebrated oh. by going to the cinema and watch Independence Day. Surgeons. Oh, cool. Mhm. How was that? Uh, let's talk about it later. 
because <laughs> we have a round called uh, Mr. Round, actually. But uh, hey, we never pimp our uh, Facebook page. Uh, if you want to join the Facebook page, please do search for another t- digital citizen. Or you can also write us emails. We never talk about our email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Please email us about how much we don't suck. Yeah, we need to hear it. <laughs> uh, we um, uh, have uh, some news. Uh, Hillary Clinton was interviewed. Interviewed. By, uh, <laughs> I put it in quotations yeah, on purpose. Interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> By, because if I was interviewed by the FBI, uh, they wouldn't call it that. Yeah. Um, uh, it lasted for three and a half hours. Tell us a little about that, Luke. Right. Well, I guess it started um, a little earlier in the week. Uh, there was a bit of a scandal because uh, the head of the DOJ, Loretta Lynch, uh, flew into an Arizona airport. And for some reason, Bill Clinton decided to get on her plane Um and they had like a 30 minute discussion, which everybody kind of was up in arms about, especially the Republicans, because uh, she's basically the head of she's the one who decides Hillary's case. Uh, so that happened over the weekend. And then this interview happened with uh, Hillary Clinton with the FBI um, for, like you said, a uh, number of hours. Uh, nothing, obviously, that it has been said about that, but um just today, as we were getting to starting to do the podcast, uh, the FBI came out and said they're not going to suggest any charges to the Department of Justice against mm. her. So, what yeah. a surprise! Kind of strange how all three of those things happened kind of in a row. So. Mm-hmm. But what did uh, uh, what did you tell me? The what the policeman or the FBI guy said at the end of the press brief. Please right, help. he did it. They did the press conference today. I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but I've seen a bunch of clips from it. And one of the clips I saw, he says, uh, "Anybody else who, uh, in the future, uh, does something like this, this does not mean they will not be charged." So right. he's saying <laughs> that he uh, she did something wrong and she should be charged, but uh, they're not going to. Well, yeah, something not in like so many this. words, yeah. Something like what? Uh, this is all about uh, her using a private email server uh, okay. to send uh, government emails. Class so I get ads. even in, in the uh, press conference, at least the parts that I've watched, he said that she did do things that were negligent. She was she didn't do things correctly and uh, neither did her staff, but she didn't do anything criminal is what they're okay. saying. So. That's uh, that's uh, that one uh, side of things, but uh, in uh, the UK, uh, Boris Johnson, um, the man with the best haircut in the world, uh, gets out of the race of becoming the, your new uh, prime minister. So you have now five candidates left. Indeed, and to be honest, I've um, I've avoided a lot of the news recently. Because of all this. And, you know, obviously with all the Brexit, everything and all that lot. But, yeah, um, by what people are saying, these are the five that are um, vying to become the next 
Conservative leader, which would put them in the uh, Prime Minister's place. And it's Theresa May. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I was uh, just going to ask, and who are those five? And then you, ah. then you start naming the names. <laughs> there we go. We're, right. we're so on the same page. Mm-hmm. We're uh, overlapping. But yeah, Theresa May, who's been the Home Secretary. There's Michael Gove, who's been the Justice Secretary. You'll have heard that name a lot by people not being very happy. Uh, Andrea Leedsom, who was the Minister for um, of State and Energy and Climate Change. So she could be interesting. She might be the one I'm, I'm looking at backing because, you know, reducing carbon emissions and stuff. And Stephen Crabb, who is with Work and Pensions. I like his name. And, yeah. Well, we've got Stephen Crabb and then Liam Fox. (laughs) So we've got, you know, crustaceans and mammals both covered. (laughs) And Liam Fox was the former defence secretary. Right. They're all sort of got their own little niches that they're in. Yeah, I definitely think this Andrea Leeson definitely looks like the best. Her her interesting facts say avid cyclist. That's one of her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that helps for her being the prime minister, but. (laughs) Well, you know. There is a bit of talk in the, sorry, there's a bit of talk in this article about um, there possibly being another vote uh, if they don't, if, if somehow there's, if there, maybe there's a, uh, another petition or something that you could have a revote completely where um, you could get a uh, liberal in there. Yeah. Is that possible? Do you think? I believe so because we elected in the conservatives and yet it's supposed to be till 2020. Right. But it's no longer the same leader. And I know we had to deal with um, Gordon Brown when Tony Blair went, but I don't think that was for that long and people were up in arms wanting a new election. Right. Sure it's how we ended up getting that stupid coalition. Yeah. That would be interesting if we got a new general election, but that's yeah. not up for uh, debate. Grabs. No. no. Yeah. Uh, and Nigel uh, actually also. Uh, oh, right. I didn't put that in. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Nigel, Nigel Farage. 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 Yeah, he didn't. He, he completely quit, right? Yeah. He just quit. Yeah, he's not. Not the leader of UKIP anymore. No. I don't know if this means... I mean, surely he'll still be doing something government I was going to say he's probably off to uh, work at an investment bank of some type, almost guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, in America, uh, do you have laws against uh, water guns? Right, well, this is um, for the Republican National Convention. Uh which is coming up. Um, I guess they have an event zone outside of the actual arena where they're holding it. So guns inside of the uh, arena are not allowed. But the because of the gun advocates, anything outside the Quicken Loans arena, which is where they're doing the convention, uh, for there's like a 1.7 square mile event zone. Gun uh, firearms you can legally uh, carry. So they're expecting, right, right, because, uh, you know, Republicans. So they're expecting a lot of people to do this open carry thing. But because this is an event zone, they have all the normal, like, rules that you would have an event at an event, like no water guns allowed 
or no duct tape. You can't take gas masks, umbrellas with metal tips and containers of bodily fluids. (laughs) Okay. So it it's completely ridiculous, obviously, uh, the whole idea of them allowing guns in, but not allowing, uh, you know, normal things that like you probably have to have your backpack searched, but you could have a, like a rifle around uh, over your shoulder. You know? Yeah, because Donald Trump doesn't mind being assassinated, but you know, if you squirt <laughs> him with a water gun full of pee, he's uh, not going to be best pleased. <laughs> That's the reason. I, th- I think that's what he's doing this for, you know. He's, he's secretly, he's got some, like, degenerative disease or something that's going to kill him really slowly. So he's like, right, I can be remembered. If somebody assassinates me, if they shoot me in front of all the people that love me. That's what he's doing. I've got it, got it. Uh, actually, recently, a British guy tried to assassinate Donald Trump. We didn't say anything about that on the Yay, show. Yay! I mean, hear about that? No. No. He, was, he came to America and... Uh, went to practice shooting. This was a few weeks ago. And he went to a Trump rally and tried to pull a police officer's gun out of his holster. Oh, my God. But police officers here, they have, like, a lock on their holster, so you can't pull it unless you know how to release it. Yeah. So he wasn't able to actually get the gun out, but he even <laughs> told them that his plan was to shoot uh, Donald Trump. He, they've said this guy was not uh, mentally stable. but Well, yeah, to wander out and go and sh- try to shoot somebody you can't be mentally stable but right. good but, going for him aiming that way well he was playing like he, it was definitely premeditated because he went and actually practiced shooting at a gun range before he went to do this so but he right. didn't think to acquire his own gun right, right not too smart <laughs> yeah it's clearly something mentally wrong with him i mean fair enough wanting to shoot donald trump but not getting your own gun when you're in america Come oh on. well you can't get into anywhere in america without going through a metal detector nowadays so Dude, that was probably part of his plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's uh, fun. Um, we talked uh, about the morality of um, uh, Tesla uh, driving cars in the last. No, two. We talked about second to uh, last episode. We talked last week. We talked about. Uh, Self-driving. Yeah, autonomous cars. Yeah. So, yeah, self-driving, like, cars that don't need a human behind them, so, at all. And now the first auto-driving Tesla car uh, needs to be investigated after its first fatal crash. And I didn't know that these actually existed for people to own. Well, no. this is number one. This was a test car. Uh, oh, right, that, okay. So this guy was like a an, an enthusiast and stuff. He had Facebook videos of him using this. But it, yeah, they they have test cars out there, and Google has uh, test cars as well. Oh yeah. Tesla just uses real people to do their tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this is a, an auto driving feature called self driving, which is not supposed to be like autonomous. It's not. It's supposed to be. Uh, you're supposed to still be there looking after the car while you're doing it. Is it like a step up from cruise control? Right, exactly. Okay. Uh, it's not supposed to be what you think of as like a self-driving car. It's just called a self-driving feature of the car. So. Right. Yeah, it's not kit. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like we like I said, last week we talked about autonomous cars, which would be like a car that you could like call and your car would come pick you up somewhere where oh, it could just ice. do it by itself. Where this is like you're supposed to be behind the wheel making sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, But this car apparently did not recognize uh, a 
white truck against a white sky, maybe had clouds, uh, using its camera, and it just drove this guy right through a trailer of a, a truck. So, And he uh, didn't notice it either, apparently, because he must have some kind of brake that he can... Right. From what I read, I don't know to... I've read both this is true and not true, but there were reports he was watching a movie at the time of the crash. But this guy was known, uh, even if you watch his YouTube videos, he was known to push the limits of what the Tesla auto driving feature could do. So, hmm. so a so, silly man dies in silly car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> silly man dies in silly car. Oh, Tilly. Oh. We have an episode 29 follow-up, uh, Luke. Right, when we did um, competitive eating. Uh, yes. Because it was 4th of July this weekend, we had the biggest competitive eating contest of the year, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in New Jersey. Uh, so, uh, Most of the people that I'm going to talk about, we talked about on that episode. So this guy, Joey Jaws T- Chestnut, ate 70 hot dogs. To beat Matt Megatoad Stoney, uh, I guess that guy was the winner last year. Yes, uh, for the for the men and um, for the women, Mika Sudo uh, won with 38 hot dogs. So, <sighs> Tiller, how many yeah, hot dogs could you eat? You think with buns? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, probably like three. Or four. Okay. I th- Realistically. <laughs> I think I could do like ten. Let's uh, see. They have ten minutes to do it. So. Yeah. Oh, one a minute? Yeah, maybe. I think... Yeah, I don't know. It'd get harder towards the end. So I'd, I'd say I could probably do six. Six or seven? Yeah. Yeah, because once I got halfway through, that's when I would start being like, oh my gosh. And it would probably right. be like one and a half minutes per hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. And the stomach ache you'd get. Just imagine the, you know, heartburn and stitch. and uh, they, no. they say your brain doesn't actually start registering uh, that for like 20 minutes or something. Right. Yeah. To, once you fill your stomach up 20 minutes later, yeah. So. Yeah. So it'd just be hell on toast. Like, <laughs> give it 10 minutes after you've done it, and then you are hell on toast for the next, well, till it works its way out, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> works its way through a bit, spreads itself out. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, uh, do you like uh, supporting the troop, uh, uh, Luke? Uh, did you think about that last night? Oh, uh, 4th of July, right. Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I, a, lot, a lot of the people that have support their troops, support the troops on their bumper sticker on their car i'm not super big fan of but um i like the troops yeah yeah sure i know but i know of a podcaster that hates uh the troops but i'm not going to mention his name uh tilly do you like the troops in america in england um i'm proud of our girls and guys in the forces but again don't really agree with what the people high up are making them go and do yeah I agree. But I'm proud, very proud of the Air Forces. My sister was in the Royal Air Force. Oh. And Sa- my uncles and granddads. The same, and- that same sister that came, uh, calls you Noodle? Yes. Okay. Who's shorter than I am. She's she's teeny tiny too. She's yeah, teeny she was, tiny too? Yeah. Electric. I call her my little big sister. 
because she's older than me but shorter than me. Ah. <laughs> and I'm not a small, I'm not a tall person at all. Uh, no, you're you're like one six maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. You you know how tall you are? Uh, I believe I'm five foot two. Five foot two. Okay. I think. And, and my just... sister's, I think she's just under five foot. Wow. Yeah. Or I might be a little bit, I might be five foot three and my mum's five foot two and my sister's about five foot. Or oh. just under. Oh. Small family. Oh, yes. My brother's uh, a bit taller, but... Okay. Uh, I, I, we were going to talk about the troops, but uh, tell. Uh, Trum tells the truth about supporting the troops. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Being a patriot, loving your country, support the troops. Those three sentences are the most misused sentences in the history of the world. Yes, by every means, this is the most misused sentence ever. Since the Vietnam War, it has been illegal for anyone to criticize war without saying you're hurting the troops. You're not supporting our dead troops. Well, I would say that otherwise. Now, we, the people who are against the war, who do support the troops. If you love the troops so much, you don't want to send them to a war. This is not necessary. You don't want to send them to a war for Dick Cheney or Halliburton. You want to send them to a war because there's a reason to do so. The Second World War was a reason to do so. The Korean War was a reason to do so. The Vietnam War was not. The Iraq War, not. The Afghanistan War, not. And many others. They were not the wars we need to send our troops to. Sending the troops should be difficult. It should be something you think a lot about. Not just being carried away by patriotism and big speeches and nationalistic bullshit because what you're sending you're sending young people into war zone you're sending other people to kill or get killed that is a big heavy burden on your shoulders people self-call themselves Christians or religious should have that as a bigger burden yes last time I checked the Bible said you shall not kill if you have to kill that's going to be a very good reason to do so not sending people to war for oil, for money, for greed, or because he doesn't like the people of the ruling over there. I love the troops. I support the troops. I support my army. But I don't support the politicians who hide themselves by, behind patriotism to send the people to those wars. They are misusing our young people, misusing patriotism, misusing supporting the troops all because they don't want to have a difficult debate about what's going on they are afraid they are afraid of the people like politicians always are but we should take we should take these words back again being a patriot should be loving your country but not that also respect that other people love their country being being supporting the troops should be not sending people to stupid wars those Terms should go back to the people language, not that taken over by crooked politicians, especially conservatives. 
but also, unfortunately, Democrats and so-called liberals. I hope you can be on this page, and I hope you can support me by using those words and new terms in a new way. This was Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. That was uh, Trump Tells the Truth about supporting the troops. Hey, Luke! We yeah. are going to stump you with a television show. Uh, tele- no, with movies. Yep, with films this time instead yep. of television shows. Yes, we're going to do Fro versus Tilly. Uh, I We're doing the top 250 IMDb rated films. Yes. Yes. And uh, they're going to try to pick the ones that I have not seen. And how many have you not seen on the top 50? Uh, the first 50, I have not seen 10 of these films. Okay. According to my last count, so hopefully it's still correct. Uh, Tilly, do you want to go first? or? Um, I'm still trying to find the page with all the movies on it. Okay. So Why I... is it not popping up like the TV one did? <laughs> I will send it to you. Go ahead And why don't you pick first, Ro? I I'll find it. I will cool. go first. I um, think you haven't seen 29 Spirit Away. Oh, I have seen Spirited Away for a while. Ah! Ah! So, Fro's already said 29. I'll make sure I don't say that again. Are we going up to uh, 50? Yes. Yes. Oh. Have you seen... Number 35, City Lights. Good, good pick. I have not seen City Lights. Yay! One point for Tilly. Uh, I have 38 on my list, modern times. Fro, I have not seen modern times. Good. On that kind of ilk, then, how about number 39, Rear Window from 1954? I have seen Rear <gasps> Window from 1984. Wow. No. 1954, sorry. <laughs> oh. Alfred, Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I should have clicked it. Damn it. <sighs> okay. Uh, he likes all things... Uh, that's the problem with us. This is the hardest one out of all of them, and you got to remember, I was a, uh, worked in movie theaters for eight years. Yeah. Seven of those was as a projectionist. So, yeah. and I went through film school the same. So, I've seen a lot of movies. Yes, and uh, I, I would I would call your taste kind of hard to 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 pick down, but I'm going with twenty seven Leon. The professional. Bro, I have seen Leon. It's a brilliant film. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Have have you seen number 26, Life is Beautiful? Oh, such a good film. I have not seen Life is Beautiful. Oh! 
I know. I remember when it came out, everybody was like super. In- I even remember him, uh, his uh, Academy Award uh, speech where he just went nuts. Yeah, yeah, totally crazy. But never saw the movie. So, have you seen Twenty One City of God? This is kind of a ringer, but no, I have not seen City of God. Good. Throw, you stole my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last round, isn't it? So uh, ah! this is Tilly's round four, and the next, yeah, the next round yeah. is left. Yeah. Oh, this is really difficult. I think you've probably pretty much seen all of them. Hmm. Uh, what about number thirty-two, Interstellar? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I have not seen number 32. I knew that. I knew that he hadn't seen that. I was saving that. Oh. Uh. That's not always a good good idea in this game. This is, uh, I guess you kind of have a, a, an advantage with the strategy, because you haven't played before, bro. So. Yeah. Um, 42, The Pianist, is my last pick. I have not seen The Pianist. Good. Oh, it's down <laughs> to me then. Yep, if you, get this, three. if you get this right, you win. If you don't, there's extra. Oosh. Hey, Luke, quickly tell me what you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Well, it could. Just shh. <laughs> um, oh God, no! You must have seen like most of right. You will have seen it, but twenty-four. It's a wonderful life. Ah, oh, I don't think he has seen that. I have seen a wonderful life. Ah. It's virtually impossible to have not seen that movie in, in America. Yeah. <laughs> it plays for like 24 hours a day on Christmas. So, so. How, many, how many movies are left on the list haven't you seen? A number of them, yes. A number? Yes. Specific. Let's see. I did not cross out how many you guys did, but, uh, so, but there are still a number of them, so you guys could keep going on this. Okay, I think maybe you haven't seen 28, Once Upon uh, a Time in the West. I have not seen number 28. Yes, yes, I'm in it again. So Tilly, you have to get this right. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I can feel the pressure. That was a good pick. I... I I actually think I know which one it is. Uh, how about number fifty-two? Since oh no, we're not that far, are we? Damn it! No. I found one that I could say. Went too far. All right, forty-five. Whiplash. I know that he has seen Whiplash. Yes. Oh. Because we had that on the podcast, so we didn't. Damn it! <laughs> well, Fro, you've won this round. Which means Fro wins round one. Yeah. Hey! Uh, can I guess? 
uh, why don't I just go through the ones that I, I've okay. seen? All right, the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, number six, 12 Angry Men. Uh, oh. <laughs> never seen it? Well, I've seen a little bit of it, but I wouldn't count it as seeing it. Like, one scene, maybe. Right. So. Right. Um, and number 19, Seven Samurai. Yeah, that was uh, one surprise. The, yeah, that was yeah. my next pick. Didn't get picked. Uh, number tw- uh, we did 26. Number 28 we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, number 37, The Untouchables. Have uh-huh. seen that? And number 38, Modern Times with Charlie Chaplin I've never seen. Yep. And the last uh, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen all the rest of these movies, so. Whew. Well, it's a lot of movies. Yep, you get you get to pick next uh, week, Tilly. So first, so and next week is going to be a little easier because uh, actually all of them are going to be easier than this one. This is the hardest round. But next That's... time I haven't seen uh, seventeen of the movies. So yep, that's much more than ten. Yes. <laughs> uh, talking about TV, have you seen any TV this week, Tilly? I have. I was watching um, Goggle Sprogs for the first time. Yeah. It's like Gogglebox, but with children. Yes. And they were watching number 50 on the IMDb list of movies, The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Which was could have been a last choice for any of us, but everybody's seen that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it really took me back to being a child and watching The Lion King that the first time Mufasa dies. Oh, 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 oh! They showed all the children, and there's obviously like there's really little girls, and I was I was probably about five or six when I went to see it at the cinema. Um, it really <laughs> did. I I was crying my face off. Even Dick had like glassy eyes. It was beautiful. Yeah. I highly recommend Goggles Brogs and uh, Mock the Weeks back. On the BBC. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I I appreciate that show. It's so good. It is it's just pretty... what we need. <laughs> um, I watched another season of Bates Motel <laughs> this week. And how was this one? It was even better. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, uh, season four is the last season that uh, came out, and um. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy that I saw season two now. Now I'm I'm like okay, I'm happy that I I I gone through that uh, thing. Um, American Gothic uh, is getting better. I'm so su- is it? Yeah, it needs to. Why didn't you like the first episode? I watched the first episode and honestly, it took me three goes to try and sit and watch it because it was just. Yeah, it just bored me. Wow. It just didn't, didn't grab me in at all. Wow. I'm so surprised by that. Mm. I'll uh, keep going with it. I'll, you know, watch another couple, but... Yeah. And Preacher yeah. was good again again this week. Uh, really surprised how much I like that show now. I've completely stopped watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Not, my, not my taste, so no. I guess that's, yeah. And I also saw the first season of uh, Black Sails. Uh, that is the story of uh, um, Long John 
or Silver before he became Long John Silver. Uh, I've been told to watch that. Yeah, it's so, it's it's actually pretty good. Back when he was short, John Silver, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Luke, that's funny. Uh, have you seen anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, I was pretty busy this week, so I didn't get a lot of TV in. But I went to uh, see my little nephew at my sister's house, and we watched some Sesame Street. Uh, hey. Uh, the new Sesame Street, which I didn't know this, but new Sesame Street is just 70s Sesame Street clipped into uh, a show with uh, some uh, Elmo. That's basically Sesame Street now. Really? Yep. <laughs> I love that yeah, Elmo. They don't really have it. a whole lot of original content on it, apparently. At least the version I saw of it. But uh, then something really stupid on YouTube that I, for some reason, got super into it. Uh, a page called Braille Skateboarding. It's like a uh, blind, company. Blind? Is it for blind people? No. Yeah, yeah skateboards for blind people. No. Um. <laughs> I, that's just their name. I don't know why they call themselves. Yeah, because Braille Braille for people that does know is is uh, uh, the language uh, for blind people that reads books. Hopefully, everybody that listens to this podcast knows that. But it should be that. Yeah. That, that's I think it's also a last name as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, probably for the guy who invented it. Um, yeah. But these guys have a, a couple different uh, playlists on there. But one of their playlists is called "Skate at Everything," and they skate everything. They just take uh, skateboard wheels and put them on. Uh, one episode they did an iPad. They do <laughs> a flat screen TV, a guitar, a a Nerf gun. Uh, an entire wooden door, a surfboard, like all these crazy things you w- wouldn't think of. Yeah. That was ace. A, a PlayStation 3. They just put skateboard wheels on a PlayStation 3 and go skateboard <laughs> in a skateboard. What? Yes. Yeah, so it's just an interesting YouTube page to go check out, and it's a little fun and just goofy. So. Crazy people. Crazy people. Uh, so... Uh, Oh, we are recording on a Tuesday today. That's uh, one of the reasons uh, why we don't say anything that happened on Raw, because we don't know. That's well, I saw it already. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. It was a joke. But, w- oh, okay. <gasps> <sighs> but I, 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 the, the thing I wanted to happen happened. Yeah, tell, tell uh, the listeners about that. Yes, <laughs> excuse me once back. That was the biggest pop of her. I, I was incredibly happy when I saw her on stage. <laughs> me too. I got Original. spoiled on. Uh, I got spoiled on online, and I still like when, because it was a few like an hour in. I had already forgotten I had spoiled, and I still got excited when I heard. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so much fun. And how 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 good did she look? Yeah, she didn't look she any did... different, practically. Yeah. yeah. She looked maybe a couple more pounds on, but uh... yeah, who cares? Yeah. But uh, I I yeah, uh, this fits with the gimmick. I like when they do this. Oh yes. Well, that it was, was weird that they kind of skipped one week where it was like Kane, it was Kane two weeks in a row, right. and then they brought it to Vicky. That was strange, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what did you think about the rest of the show, Luke? I wanted to ask you what you guys thought about the rest of the show because I'm an American. 
<laughs> so like, how does this go down for you? Like this whole America is the greatest thing ever, and you guys, you guys all suck. Yeah, raw. That was more or less uh, the Fourth of July raw. You guys. Yeah, and we are. The... I had a few questions. Sorry. Yeah. Lana and Rusev sitting. You know when they had the big food fight. Okay. Yeah. Lana and Rusev, the the anti-Americans, sat there laughing and joking, doing everything and stuff. And then, isn't it supposed to be that the US is supposed to win and Rusev won? What? What? Win the food fight? No, not the food fight. The the match. That that was the second. Sorry, that was the second point. Oh. Uh... They were being all you know relatively pro-America when they were sat at their food fight bit, and then later on they come out and they're all anti-America again. Oh, I must have missed that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that I did not uh, notice that, but uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, that food fight part was weird. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like like we've said, there were certain people that were just... It, yeah, I think there were other people that were acting face or heel that weren't in that uh, situation. And, yeah, it was a very strange Raw altogether. Really. Yeah, it was such a strange Raw. It seems like they're getting ready for for uh, SmackDown go, going live, but uh, I I'm not sure. Do you think they know what they are going to do now? That would mean that they knew what they were doing in the first place. Right. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. I wouldn't give them that much credit, or even just that they wouldn't just change it at the last minute, even if they had decided on something, but. It's. I wouldn't say they completely know what they're doing here, because, uh, yeah, I mean Shane's still gone like this episode, and this episode I don't even know. It just doesn't count. We just yeah. have to pretend it didn't happen. So, it's it's weird. But uh, hey, you watched uh, uh, something weird on uh, TV this week, or a weird television show, I should say, Tilly. Uh, you watched yeah. um, Hotel Caesar. I did. Well, I watched what turns out to be the first half of my episode of Hotel Caesar. Yeah. Oh, no, you only missed uh, six minutes. Oh, oh, that's okay then. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not in English. (laughs) Definitely not in English. And there were no subtitles, so there was no, you know, I didn't even Google things. Uh, Which language was it? It was in Norwegian, I'd assume. It's in Norwegian. Yeah. I just assumed that, realising I actually had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it wasn't Japanese and it wasn't German or Spanish. Right. (laughs) There is actually English in my episode, but we'll get to it. Yeah. One sentence of English, yeah. Ah, no fair. I had one word. (laughs) I I, I guess it technically wasn't even in the episode, but we'll get to it. It wasn't. All right, okay. Yeah. Right, so it starts off and they've got a very handy previously on thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've done these as sort of bullet points just so that I can get get the gist. Mm-hmm. A woman tells management something, and then <laughs> a tall blonde actress asks a young blonde actress something, and then suddenly she's back in the play. 
husband and wife having issues and they're either in an accident together or having some kind of transplant surgery because they're in the hospital together and she tells him something just as he's put under the gas uh, they are brother she's... and sister and it's kind of funny <laughs> ah, I thought they were ah. I thought they were husband and wife too. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, uh, and what she tells him before he goes on to sleep is that I stole a lot of money from you. Uh... Because he's giving her uh, his kidney. Right. Okay. See, because I thought it was he was getting when he was getting put under the anaesthetic. She was his wife, and she was saying something like, you know. I was oh, I've, I've, I've yeah. cheated on you, but I'm giving you my kidney now, so, you know. Yeah. See, I <laughs> thought she was worried that he was dying or something. I thought she was like, is he dead? Is he dead now? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <sighs> but yeah, so we got that bit, and then it flashed to a pregnant woman going into labor. Mm-hmm. And then there's a businessman on the phone. I don't know if he's related to anything yet. And then there's an old blonde lady, and then you've got your opening credits. Yes! There's lots of people in it. And which are those people, Tiller? Oh, don't make me find all their names and say them all. (laughs) They're all really hard. (laughs) I know they are really hard. Let me find the... um... (laughs) Character list. Mm -hmm. Not character list. um, You know what I mean. Actors list. Yeah. If I can spell it. Oh, yes, I did mean that. Daughter, correct me. Okay, so we have Annette Hoff. Mm-hmm. Which is not that hard to say. Mm-hmm. Kim Kolstad. Mm-hmm. Sosen Krug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Um, Toralv Morstad, mm-hmm. Tom Eddie Brudvik, mm-hmm. and Rudy Clays. Mm-hmm. Where's it's only giving me those guys. Yeah, it's okay, but uh, that, that, <laughs> that's some of them. It's yeah, weird. there was yeah. other ones. There was somebody with double barreled. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to say that, but I can't. Can't find her. It's okay. Okay. Mm. Right. So now we're we're full on into the episode now, <laughs> and there's the businessman and the pregnant woman. He's obviously worried about her because she's in labour, mm. and she's saying, you know, oh no, by the looks of it, she's saying, oh no, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm, you know. He asks how she's going to get to the hospital, and she says she's going to call a taxi, I think, because that might have been the one English word I found. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, like, no, don't don't be silly, I'll take you to the hospital. I don't know who he is, though. Is he the dad? He's the dad, yeah. Okay. I, I sort of assumed that he was a dad, but by the way that he was... Yeah, but they uh, are not married. They they have a, a hard relationship. Because right, he, okay. Uh, he's together with this other girl that he's talking yeah, that's what I that's what I got from, yeah, the next hospital scene. Yeah. yeah. But he, they're uh, definitely not together, but no. he wants to be there for the baby. Yep. Right. Okay. And we cut to a new scene where there's the lady from the office that was making the announcement earlier in the previously on talking to an older man in a suit who's got some kind of problem with Joe Holden. I can't work out whether Joe Holden's going to go and stay at a different hotel or if he just 
has some issues with him. <laughs> Not a hundred percent. I thought this guy was the owner, and this lady maybe was like his uh, number one, like his assistant, like the person who takes care of all of his business. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. He's, he's a very he's... Dishele- disheveled uh, CEO. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he, he doesn't clean uh, clean himself up when he comes to work. But oh. he's one of the CEOs. Anyway. Yes. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, so they've got the uh, the Joe Holden issue, and I think they're they're trying to figure out what to do about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they uh, end up figuring out. <laughs> um, the next scene, there's an old blonde walks in on the young actress girl as she's practicing lines and interrupts her. They talk for a bit, and the girl's upset about something, and I think the mum offers to like sort it out for her. Mm. By the looks of it, she's saying, you know, do you want me to go and talk to them or something? And the girl's like, no, 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 don't get involved. Like, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> kind of conversation. Tell me if I'm close with any of this. Uh, not even. But I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Let's pretend that's happened. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'm still calling the hospital couple husband and wife because that's how I've written it down. Sure, sure. Um, she tries to wake him. And can't, so she calls the nurse, and the nurse, by the looks of it, sort of explains, you know, he'll he'll wake up soon enough. It's just he's been knocked about or whatever. Um, and the woman asks for the nurse to pass her this massive box, which she opens, and it's got a sweater in it. That, as we find out later, she really, really quite likes this sweater. <laughs> um, and with the office lady again, the one that I think might be the manager. Mm-hmm. And another woman who's probably the secretary receptionist, something like that, comes in and brings her a phone. Um, she talks to a woman on the phone who starts talking about Joe Holden. And I've put that she either books Joe Holden into their hotel or this woman has Joe Holden at her hotel or <laughs> something's going on with Joe Holden. <laughs> uh, we're back with the hospital oh couple again. The woman eats a pudding and <laughs> the bloke wakes up. <laughs> she tries to sit up to show him the sweater, but it hurts too much. She really likes the sweater. <laughs> she tries being all happy, but he remembers her confession before the op or whatever is remembered starts having a go at her. <laughs> and he's, he's disgusted and angry about something. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> and now we're at the Grand Hotel for I don't know why. Manager lady is all in her um, coat with her hood up, looking like, well, looking like she's trying to look inconspicuous, but just looks kind of conspicuous. Mm-hmm. Sneaks in through the uh, service door, goes in, does something, comes back and calls somebody <laughs> and tells them stuff. <laughs> we're back in the hospital in a different ward with the woman in labour and... Uh, <laughs> The, the nurse tells her it's going to be a while. She'll be there for a bit. And the guy is there for her. Uh, then we're back with the young actress again. And she's going in to talk to the, I'm guessing, director of the play or the drama teacher or whoever this guy is, is in charge of something to do with the acting. Mm-hmm. He's talking to a boy. Uh, the boy leaves so they can talk to the director and the director just sort of brushes her off and walks off. The boy consoles her and is nice and cheers her up and seems to be sort of, well, this is just how how it is sort of thing. Mm. And then 
the bit just before it cut off was we were in the hospital with the girl and guy again and this time he's he wakes up and he's being really nice to her and trying to sort of cheer her up and make her laugh and things and that was what i got (laughs) (sighs) right i'll pick it up from there um next we have the little blonde girl i'll call her i guess we're going to go into my part, and it's going to be completely different storyline. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go straight into what I thought happened yes, in this. of course. And it'll be completely different characters and everything. But I'll try to <laughs> try to keep it keep it all together. That's what, so the little blonde what's girl, fun, she, fun with this is is that, yeah. uh, that we see the, the, the difference between you two guys. Oh, my gosh. Oof. So we're... Um, the 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 little blonde girl is uh, reading her lines again, and she's in uh, I don't know the guy's office. This is the weirdest office I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks like they're in like a cafe, maybe. Except there's a desk just randomly in the corner. Very strange. Uh, she's reading lines, and then he doesn't seem happy about it uh, for some reason. Takes the script away from her, uh, and then she gets all a little bit mad about it. We go back to the hotel office with the CEO and his assistant, as I wrote, and his assistant uh, – oh, they're watching the news about um, what happened in the other hotel. And she's kind of looking at him going, this seems like it could be good for us. Yeah, we'll we'll get Joe Holden here because I uh, put a rat in the kitchen. That's what I thought happened. I think she put a rat in the kitchen. That yeah, makes sense. Yep. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, well, they are big on this Joe Holden guy. Yeah. So she basically, it looks like, convinces him to call somebody about getting uh, him there to their hotel. And she looks happy about whatever the result is. So I'm assuming that they got him to their hotel. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Next, we go back to the hospital. And uh, the pregnant lady is in labor. And I wrote this guy's name down, uh, the the guy who's there with her. I wrote him down as the manager of the hotel. So I don't, just by the way he's dressed, he looks like the manager of a hotel for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we uh, and yeah, we get the birth scene. So he looks all happy, and there's some blood happening. Yeah, we get a whole birth scene here. Um, and then we go to the blonde girl. And she's going on set of, I guess it looks like a movie, is what it looks like to me, but like a really low-budget movie. So there's like a bunch of people there, cameras, lighting equipment, and a girl comes up to her and talking to her about uh, doing this film, I guess. She's got the script in her hand. And when the girl turns her back, she basically bails on these people. Uh, We go back to the hospital, and the couple, uh, or the... The manager and the uh, lady have their baby, and they're all happy that they have a baby now. Um, we cut to we cut back to the hotel, and the uh, assistant lady uh, to the CEO. She is that right? Am I in the right part? Yes. I feel like I missed something. No, no, you're right. Aren't you? Oh no, the end of this episode. That's the end of this episode. Yeah. And then we go to, 
uh, on on the next episode. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at the end of this episode, they have a baby and they're all super happy about it. Um, and the girl has walked off the set. So mm-hmm. we go to, to my episode, which was episode uh, seventy six in season thirty three. Mm-hmm. So this has a lot of episodes. This show. Um, and in this episode, we open, uh, obviously we have, uh, last time on, and then we have our opening credits. Um, we open with the blonde girl talking to the director of, I guess what I assume is the film at this point. Uh, and he seems disappointed that she walked off the set and he seems upset with her and she seems kind of like, sorry about it. And she looks like she's about to cry. But he just walks out on her, uh, out of the room. It, maybe in disgust? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we go to the hospital, and the manager guy is sitting, uh, sleeping next to the baby. And a nurse wakes him up, and this is where I wrote his wife, with question marks around it. Uh, she pretends to be asleep, kind of, with her back turned to him. We see her eyes open, so she's awake listening to him talk to the nurse. And she's even awake when he leaves and he gives her a kiss goodbye. So I guess he wants to be with her, we get at this point. Uh, we go back to the hotel, and we are got the assistant lady, and she's setting up for, like, a banquet maybe or a party of some type. And there's a banner in the background that says, Hotel Caesar Plus... And it says, we did it in English on the bottom. Mm, it did. Uh, and she's talking to this uh, uh, employee about making sure everything's perfect. And she's, see, uh, you can tell the employee's like, wow, you're being really anal about this. But I'll do it anyways, uh, just by the way she's acting. And the CEO with the disheveled hair and a uh, guy who hasn't sha- shaven in like three days uh, just got out of a bender in Vegas, it looks like. He comes in and uh, says, you need to, like, chill out. You, you're you way too anal about everything and have some whiskey. That's what I got. <laughs> said whiskey. In have yourself some whiskey. Yep. So we go back to the coffee shop slash director's office, which I'm not really sure which one it is. <laughs> and the blonde girl and her friend or boyfriend, I'm not really sure which one it is. Are listening to music on a computer, and the director comes in and is kind of like, I think he offers the guy, uh, her friend, an opportunity to do something for him, and he looks all excited about it, but she looks really upset, like looks away. Um, I can't, I don't know why, maybe because she wants to do whatever it is he wants this kid to do, or maybe she doesn't want to be alone with this old creepy guy. I kind of got she didn't want to be alone with this old creepy guy. Bro, was I close? Kind of. Okay. Um, we go back to the hotel, and the CEO guy and his assistant are drinking whiskey. So it didn't take them long. To go get some <laughs> and the CEO, he, um, which I was impressed with myself. I heard him say whiskey, like, just randomly, and I was like, I wrote down whiskey, and then two scenes later, he's drinking whiskey. He, you were proud of yourself for hearing whiskey, and it pricked your ears up. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was like the only uh, only English word so far in the spoken uh, spoken that I've heard in this episode. 
the CEO undoes the uh, smoke detector and turns it off so he can smoke a cigar in his hotel. Like a boss. <laughs> right. Um, and the assistant gets a call and she's really upset about it. I don't know why. <laughs> and then we go to a scene that I don't have any idea why this is in the show. And it wasn't in the last episode. And I have no clue who these characters are. But we go to an artist's studio where there's, you know, uh, canvases all over the place and like artist uh, art supplies and things like that. And there's a blonde lady and maybe her daughter. I'm saying it's her daughter. Okay. And they're this lady's painting like a uh a weird little child uh, marionette type thing, but it's all creepy and has X'd out black eyes. <laughs> um, and the daughter is looking at the paper and it's got something about the hotel and the assistant lady. And they, they're really upset about it, but the older lady is like, I don't want to do anything about it. And the younger lady seems to want want her to do something about it that's what i got for this thing. <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> whatever is in the paper they want to do something about it but the old lady doesn't all right and so we go back to the hotel and uh this lady is quitting her job i don't know what her job is but the assistant uh, to the CEO is there trying to convince her to stay. And this lady's like, I'm not staying. You guys are corrupt. Like, I saw what was in the paper. That's mm -hmm. what I got from this. And, um... Oh, and then she... A, a guy comes in to her office and she, she says, I think that she hired her own replacement. <laughs> That's what it seemed like to me. She's like, yep, I hired my own replacement. Here's this guy. And this guy comes in. So uh, she says, yep, well, screw you guys. I'm taking my box of stuff and I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> you can tell it to him. And the, this is the funny part where I actually kind of laughed, even though I had no idea what was going on, because the right. lady walks out with her box of stuff and the assistant lady's there like, crap, what do I do now? And then there's this new employee guy who's just standing there like a goof, like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, even though I didn't understand what was happening, still inherently funny. Yeah. Oh. So the manager guy comes in uh, to the hotel after coming from the hospital, obviously, mm. and he's talking to this blonde lady we saw earlier, who I believe is the mother of the the young blonde girl. Um, and she's working at the front desk, it seems like. And I think the manager guy quits here because he wants to spend time with the kid, but they won't let him have time off. That's what I got. Mm -hmm. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely wrong. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we go to uh, back to the office, and well, obviously this is going to be wrong because what I just said is wrong. But the CEO is like really wondering why everybody's quitting, mm. and the lady's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. These two things aren't related. One, that lady quit because of one thing, and he quit because he had a kid. Obviously, that's not right. But." Uh, the CEO is like, all right, we'll take care of it. Make sure there's somebody who's uh, competent, competent to take her space, take take their places, so we don't have to like uh, worry about worrying about them. And uh, I think she gets really upset by this because she's got a lot on her place. She looks really stressed out. <laughs> None of that is probably right. 
Um, uh, it's so fun. <laughs> we go to the hospital, and uh, <sighs> the brother and sister, I guess we found out, are both in their their goofy sweaters, and they go to the room of the lady who has just had the baby. Uh, and they're in, both in wheelchairs. And we kind of get a, oh, we're so happy you have a baby moment. And I don't know. It looks kind of like they're related, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. uh, I'm not really sure how they're related, but apparently they're all related. Everyone's related on the show. Oh, okay. And they all work in the same hotel, even though we never see the outside of this hotel. But we do see the outside of another hotel. Yes. That is in this hotel. All right. Um, <laughs> that's not confusing at all. Nope, not at go all. Go back to the director's office slash coffee shop, and um, <laughs> the know. friend and the and the little blonde girl are talking, and she's like, "Why did you ditch me uh, and do what he told you to instead of uh, hanging out with me?" And he's like, "Well, you need to chill out. You're just being silly about about all this." Um, so we go back to the hospital. And this is the part where the lady gives the kid up for adoption. And the brother and the sister are like, what? You're doing what? You're giving the kid up for adoption? And we get a very sad scene of the kid being walked down the hallway as they all look sadly at the kid leaving. Yeah, uh, yeah it was, yeah, sad part uh, with sad music. Next we get uh, the new employee guy that they j- just hired, I guess. And he's talking to the assistant lady, and he – I don't know what they're talking about, but they're looking at papers. And I, so I assume they're talking about finances and that maybe he <laughs> notices that there's a lot of money missing or that um, maybe they're they're way over budget. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. And she's like, you got to hide this. We can't <laughs> – this isn't right at all, is it, bro? No. <laughs> we gotta hide this. Oh my god! We gotta hide this. So, yes, hide it. We go back to the artist's place, and the uh, daughters convinces the older lady that they should do something about uh, what's in the paper that's about the hotel. That I have no idea. <laughs> so the uh, final scene in this episode, we have the new employee, and he signs off on something. With the assistant lady, and it looks like she has convinced him to do something nefarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, very final bit where they do n- next time on, which obviously we're never going to see. But they're in, like, the tech room of this hotel, and he's telling her, we can't put that much power into this grid. It'll overheat it. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's actually right. Well, that yeah, it was... I heard something like overheat. It sounded like that word. Mm. So I got that from it. And then this is the only English sentence in this whole two episodes. She says uh, in a little bit here, Hotel Caesar Plus is now open. <gasps> da, da, da. And also, have they extended Hotel Caesar? I, that's, yeah, I was wondering, has this hotel not even been open for 33 seasons? <laughs> Building to this. Oh my yeah. gosh. That would be funny. Uh no, I think Hotel Caesar Plus, because I, 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 I haven't watched anything. Uh is is there like uh, uh um, 
high-end line? Yes, high-end high line, yes. Okay. Oh, that was funny. It's so, fun to make up your own story, because I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> I'm just watching them and is. going with their like emotions and kind of how they're acting off of each other. Right. And you just kind of make up your own story, and it's a little bit fun to watch a Norwegian show. So. Yeah. Oh, it is. What did you think about this uh, show, Look, What was it the show that oh, was, you... I mean, it was very uh, formulaic as far as a soap opera type show. Right. It definitely had that soap opera formula. Um, like I said, there was the one part that actually made me laugh, even though I didn't know what was happening. Because right. the guy was just standing there, like, looking all goofy, and the lady's like, why... Why are you here? I don't know who hired you. What are you doing here? And I could tell that's what was happening. So it's kind of funny. Uh, is this a show that you would watch again, Tilly? Um, I'd maybe watch the same one again after you tell me what actually was happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You will never find out. <gasps> no! <laughs> you can you can try to look for English subtitles online, maybe. I'm just gonna have to get another Norwegian friend, aren't I? Yeah. Right. <laughs> One that's cooler than you that'll actually tell me things. More <laughs> than me because I will never ever tell you. Um, I'm moving this a little. Have Have you ever seen uh, a movie this week, uh, Luke? Oh, we're gonna move this around. All right. Um, yeah, I saw Hardcore Henry this week. Yeah. Yep. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a really good job uh, of maintaining the style without having it be stale partway through. Um, and I really liked how they utilized um, what do you call it? Uh, where you like where you jump over things that, where you have to get from one point to another in the fastest amount of time. Parkour. Yeah. Parkour, yes. Yeah, they have the, all these, you know, uh, I would say first-person uh, parkour scenes where it's a whole, like, three or four minutes of just parkour from a first-person perspective. Uh, right. It's really interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you you liked the movie how much? Uh, I, I would give it a four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's story elements lacking, and the bad guy's superpower. Oh yeah. Probably could have been explained. Yep. At some point. Yep. Um, but I really like how they uh the sidekick that whole thing played out, and yeah, overall the story was good, which I wasn't expecting, and everything else was good too. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely. I think it's, it's, it's really, it's really good. And, uh, it also is a fun movie. It's, it's, um, it's nothing as, it's not serious show for our, or tell or a movie to, to say it mildly. When I was going into it, what I was thought would be the problem is that, um, that style that first person style would get um, tiresome mm-hmm. after about maybe a half an hour. I would get tired of seeing that. Um, and the way they did it, they changed up the style of mm-hmm. the first person to where uh, enough to where you didn't it's feel like you were watching the same thing for two hours. Yeah, yeah I I agree. 
Um, I saw an uh, Independence Day resurgent on on uh, in the cinemas with 3D. I extremely enjoyed it. I I I uh, I think if it was in uh, out of five, I think it was a three point five out of five. It was so much better than than I was expecting. Not saying that anything was uh, that it was extremely good, but yeah. Can't be as bad as the reviews said then. Sorry. It can't be as bad as the reviews said. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, I I enjoyed it. It was a um, a summer uh, movie. I I I enjoyed that. It was kind of um, uh, hinting to uh, all things that I've seen. Yeah. I uh, I like when when things are are. Um, yeah, yeah. When when things just are are kind of trying to remember the old movie, I have a nostalgic. Yeah, it's nostalgic, and I I like that it's nostalgic. As long as they don't try to force it down your throat like other movies, yeah, I don't mind it. Right. Yeah, it has to be a hint, not a rip off. Right. Yeah, like Jurassic World was. I'm going to jam nostalgia down your throat yes. until you vomit nostalgia up in like a rainbow. Yes. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And that's why I don't didn't like uh, uh, Jurassic Park, I think. Um, have you seen a movie this week, Tilly? For some strange no. reason? No. <laughs> I haven't, but I have got the intention of watching Finding Dory. Right. That's um, my intention for this week. But uh, we are going to listen to the trailer of uh, The Purge, election year, right now. Universal. Welcome to our wonky home. Mommy's choice. Which one of you? So you you seen the Purge, uh, first Purge, right? I've seen the first one, I haven't seen the second. What? I've never seen any of them. What is it with murdering people in wood paneling? Why are those two things always inherently connected? Because <laughs> wood paneling is the devil. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, how was your house burned down twice as fast? Aww. No, you made it sad still. Sorry. <laughs> So, a woman survived a purge and is now some kind of politically. She's the president. Is she? Why would she not outlaw this if she is the president? Or or she wants to become the president, I think. Uh, She's in the White House, definitely, and it's... Oh, and now so the purges. Yeah. I, the, the strange thing with this is that it, it doesn't really look that interesting, but I'm super stoked for it. 
See, I'm, I didn't know this was coming out, to be honest, until we did this. Right. But then I kind of, because I missed the second one as well. I didn't know. I was interested. They made this so they could put it out on 4th of July, Fuck yeah. Great. Just America and great. Mm-hmm. Blessed be America. Blessed be America, indeed. Join me as we eliminate evil. Are they any like famous actors in this? Like, I haven't seen I mean, the lady who plays the, um, president or whatever she plays is probably the most famous person in this, and she's, like, n n not famous. What? She's a TV actress, let's say that. Yeah. So, what is this movie all about, Luke? Yes, The Purge. Uh, obviously the third in the trilogy of Purge movies. Mm -hmm. This is uh, about... As a young girl, Senator Charlie Roan survived the annual night of lawlessness that took their li took the lives of her family members. As a presidential candidate, Roan is determined to end the yearly tradition of bloodlust once and for all. Oh, well, that explains what I was asking for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Just got a 6.7 out of 10. On IMDb? Yeah. And 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, 54. Mm, I see 57. I I'm see looking. 54. Really? That's fight, weird. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> it has an audience score of 63. And uh, But uh, are you looking at, uh, at uh, uh, right at uh, The Purge? Yes, I am. But it just says it on a different... I have a site that shows all of them at once. I wasn't actually looking at Rotten Tomatoes. So ah. obviously this is updated for today or whatever. But mm. whatever. Doesn't matter. Same same difference. Still around 50. So, you know, uh, average is what it's saying. Yeah. Uh, did, where did you find uh, your review, Tilly? I found it on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's from Andrew K who gave it one star. Mm -hmm. He says, Writer-director James DeMonaco has simultaneously proven for the third time his knack for generating unique concepts and the incompetence to take full advantage of them. The Purge, election year, should have been the greatest film in the series, but as it stands, it's clearly the most disappointing. The dialogue, the characters, everything falls flat. The, quotation marks, highbrow message feels as if it could be better and it appears to have been scripted by an idiot, mm -hmm. unable to give the politics the sting it deserves. It's almost as if he doesn't really get why people want to see the Purge movies. The mass characters are given so little screen time that they're almost non-existent, which makes me weep for the spectacular costume department. There's just nothing of substance in, this entire, in the entirety of this film. The only thing the Purge 3 can claim over its predecessors is its bizarre racism. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, Luke, where did you find your review? Uh, I went to the Facebook page again. Uh, got it from a guy named Chad Wicklund. And he says, the second one was the best. This movie was not very good. It felt rushed. I think they made the movie to push their own political agendas. Stop trying to push your real world political views in, in my movie. This was complete crap. 
if you remove the first half of the movie and all the underlying political BS, it's an okay movie, I guess. <laughs> but then you take all the way the all uh, the whole movie away. Uh, it's like saying uh, if you just take like the first half of Home Alone and just leave the part where they're all getting hit in the face, it's a great movie. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I stole mine from Rotten Tomatoes from Lauren E. And she gave it three stars. Okay. Obviously, this wasn't a very good movie. The Purge was filled with lots of cheesy moments and dialogue-heavy-handed social commentary and overacting. But it was so much fun. And I agree with that, by the way. Uh, If you can turn your brain off and see this... But the right people or audience, then I, I do recommend spending the money to see this over anything else coming out this weekend. If violence is your concern, then you will be fine. An episode of Game of Thrones of Walk- or Walking Dead are way worse. Because of this, I would uh, best describe The Purge as see- cheesy 90s action thriller with horror-esque tones. Rather than straight-up horror movie, if the movie were better executed, I it would be very disturbing. But instead, it was fun, silly time, worth uh, my time and money. However, I won't see it again unless it pops up on Netflix. So, not that bad re- review. Yeah, that was uh, well, the nicest out of the three, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> this actually kind of makes me interested to see. I was never inter- I remember when the first one came out. I don't remember the second one even coming out. But I remember being interested to see the first one and never actually going to spending the time to see it. This yeah. one actually makes me interested, at least the trailer, to see the first one. So that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah, and well, the, f- the first one is good. Yeah, the first one is really good. All right. But I get what you mean, though. It took me months and months and months of going, oh, I really want to see that film. I used to go to the hospital once a week and we'd drive past a phone box that had an advert for The Purge on it. And the advert stayed on for like two years. But I, it took me a good year of driving past it every day before I actually saw it. Mm. But then you see it and go, oh, actually. <laughs> mm. uh, hey, uh, uh, tell her. Yes, very. Goal! Uh, Boo! This is football again. Yeah. <laughs> England's out. Don't care. Well, not all of the UK's out, but <laughs> not all of the UK. But Tilly, oh my gosh, you are the comeback queen. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. So let's go over the results first, and the matches nice. were. Until it's looking for her. Um, I am. Did I write it down this time? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. I found it. You found it. If it's Poland and Portugal, the first one. Yes, uh, boring game. Uh, Poland won. Didn't they? Uh, I don't know. We all said Portugal, though. Uh, why have I lost the matches? Are you there? Oh, oh, I've got it. Um, yeah, Portugal won uh, against Poland. Oh yeah, thank yep, you. Five to three. Thank you. Yeah, we get a point. 
We all got the point. Yes. Next match. Wales versus Belgium. Yes. And uh, what was that? Uh, that oh, and Wales won. Uh, <gasps> 3-1. Did they? Yeah. Aha! Yay, Three. I got a point. <laughs> yes. I'm glad I went different. Yep. How Next. about Germany versus Italy? Germany won. That's a point for you too. Yep. And then finally, France versus Iceland. France won 5-2. Yeah. So that's me winning that 3-2-2. Yeah. On both of you guys. Yeah. Ah, I did a win. (laughs) So who is going to win of Portugal and Wales, Luke? Um, Wales really gave Belgium a beating. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with Wales on this one. And I'm going with Portugal. Uh, Tilly? Uh, Wales. Uh, Wales. I'll go with Wales. You, you almost have to, don't you? Well, yeah. And I am, you know, part Welsh. Yeah. Uh, what about Germany against France, Luke? Uh, Germany, definitely. Tilly? Uh, France. Yeah, I need to go with what I said before this, and I I picked Germany uh, so long, so I have to pick Germany as well. That that means that we think the final is going to be uh, like so we are going to predict the final uh, result as well with the teams that we picked. So okay. so look who wins of Portugal and Germany. No, no, I'm sorry. Well, Wales, I picked so. Wales and Germany. Uh, I will say um, Wales. Okay. Which I'm probably wrong, but I'm just going to go for it. Uh, Tilly, you picked... Wales and France. And France. Who's going to win? I'll, I'll go with France. Mm-hmm. And I picked Cause... Portugal and Germany, and I pick Germany to win. The fight. Hey, we've all got different ones. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And Fro went all the way through. Uh, so, yeah, Fro did really well. Yeah, good work, Fro. Yeah. Thank you. You get the football kudos. <laughs> the football kudos? Yeah, as much as me and Luke really care, Yeah. you care the most. <laughs> I care the most, definitely. Uh, While we're doing predictions, uh, you guys want to predict uh, the Brock Lesnar fight? Just that one? Who's he fighting? Uh, Mark Hunt, remember? He's fighting him this weekend. Oh! Is that- uh, can I say Mark Hunt? Because if I say it fast enough, it will sound like I'm saying something really rude. Right. I was going to say Mark Hunt, too. So what do you think, bro? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Alright. Not that it happens. Uh, no, those down I well. think Mark Hunt will uh, knock him out in, like, the third. That's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Hmm. Um... Do you have you you read any books lately, Tilly? Um, I've not read any books, 
but I've read some pamphlets at the vets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Good going for the pamphlet writers. You were, your cat was sick this week. Yes, she was very. She nearly lost her life, bless her. Oh, I was so was, scared. Uh, so was I. She came in and her one of her legs just wasn't working at <sighs> all. I thought oh. she'd dislocated her hip or something or broken something, but it turns out it was um, a blood clot yep. in her leg. Yeah. And now I know she's got a heart disease, but she's on tablets for that and the blood clot's sorted. So yeah. at least that's done and she's all right. Uh, have you read anything, Luke? Uh, yeah, still working on my book, Hardcore History, uh, about ECW. Uh, never read this one. I've read other ECW books. This one pretty much has all the same info, uh, but it's on Audible. And if you want to get this book, you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Or as Tillis says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Where I got the complete Chronicles of Narnia, the classic BBC Radio 4 full cast uh, dramatization this week. Ooh. Yeah. That must be long. It was 15 hours and 8 minutes. Oh, okay. See, that's kind of, that's that's enticing me a bit with a full cast. Yeah. I think that's important on an audio book. I agree. It's uh, rare, but it is fun when you find one, yeah. 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 Do you have anything you want to promote or plug, Luke? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go oh, check out the TV show. Why aren't we talking about brain deaths this week, Luke? Right, because 4th of July uh, was yesterday, which was Monday, and mo- Mondays are when brain dead uh, is on. So since it was a holiday weekend, no brain dead. Yeah, so no brain dead recap either. It's it's hard to recap a show that wasn't done. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe we did it already. We've <laughs> already it recapped it. <laughs> if it would have been leaked somewhere, like sometimes shows are, we would have covered it, but no. It was not on this week, so. Uh, you want to plug Love and Peace, Taylor? Uh, I'd like to plug the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals, which is the UK's charity that have helped my cat. Oh. Um, the PDSA, you can go to www.pdsa.org.uk if you want to donate. They run in, they get no government funding. They run entirely on donations and they have saved my cat's life twice now. Oh. So if anybody wants to donate, you know, you, you feel like doing something nice, give it to them. Even if it's a pound or you go to your local PDSA and give them some newspaper or something, anything helps. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. That's my, that's my plug this week as well. Hooray! They yeah. are brilliant. I mean, it was one o'clock in the morning when Poppy came in, and they took her straight in and sorted her out. Oh. Uh, when she uh, eats, like, beans and things, does that make her poppy seeds? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Brilliant. Next week, we are going to talk about news of the week. We are going to play Stump Luke round two with movies. We are going to have another digital review of The Secret Life of Pets. And we are going to have another digital citizen's best cartoon show ever tournament. And we will finally talk about Brain Dead episode four. Uh, Short show this week, so goodbye, everybody. 
Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.